Hi everyone, this is Nurse Anna coming to you from nursestudy.net and today we're going to be talking about beta blockers, nursing pharmacology. This website is not intended to provide medical advice. The articles on this website are intended for entertainment or educational value only. While we strive to offer 100% accuracy, medical procedures are rapidly changing and laws vary greatly from location. Beta adrenergic blocking agents, commonly known as beta blockers, are medications used to reduce blood pressures and are often prescribed to treat cardiac problems. They work by blocking the effects of adrenaline, also called epinephrine, which you guys know is the fight or flight hormone. Beta blockers may affect the heart and blood vessels. They reduce the blood pressure by slowing down the heart rate and contractility, as well as improving blood flow by dilating veins and arteries. Beta blockers provide various clinical benefits, but may also pose a risk for adverse effects if not properly monitored. They are also classified into three categories, non-selective, cardioselective, and third generation. They can be administered orally, intravenously, intramuscular route, and they are even available in ophthalmolic form. Several factors are taken into consideration prior to prescribing which type of beta blockers will be used for a client. These factors include the type of condition currently being treated, potential side effects, and other conditions or medications that the patient is already taking. A nursing tip that is very important and maybe on the NCLEX exam or your nursing school exam is that glucagon is the antidote in case of beta blocker toxicity, and that's very important to remember. Beta blockers are used in conjunction with other medications to reduce blood pressure. Although they are used for treatment of cardiovascular diseases, they are not recommended as first-line treatment for hypertension alone and are often prescribed when other medications like diuretics are ineffective. The effectiveness of beta blockers may be affected by age as they may not be as effective for older people, especially when used as a single agent. Beta blockers are indicated for treatment of arrhythmias because of their ability to slow down the heart rate. They are also used to reduce mortality for patients who have recovered from heart attacks or congestive heart failure. Beta blockers are also indicated to treat symptoms of cardiac-related conditions, such as angina, postural tachycardia syndrome, coronary artery disease, portal hypertension, and aortic dissection. They may also be used to treat other conditions, such as migraines, glaucoma, and certain types of tremors. Now we'll move into the actions of beta blockers. Beta blockers block the effect of beta adrenergic stimuli of epinephrine and norepinephrine by binding to the beta adrenoreceptors that are found in the cardiac nodule tissue and inhibiting their normal sympathetic effects. Beta adrenoreceptors are related to GS proteins, which increase heart rate and contractility by increasing calcium absorption into the cells. Beta blockers antagonize their effects, preventing the binding of epinephrine and norepinephrine to these receptors. 
the first generation beta blockers block both beta-1 and beta-2 receptors, as compared to the second generation beta blockers, which block only beta-1 adrenoceptors. The third generation of beta blockers blocks alpha adrenoreceptors, thereby producing vasodilation effects. Now we're going to talk about side effects and adverse reactions of beta blockers. So although beta blockers are relatively safe and effective, they can still produce some side effects, just like most medications. Due to the presence of baroreceptors all throughout the body, physiologic side effects can be very broad. The frequent side effects of beta blockers are fatigue, dizziness, poor circulation, which is due to low blood pressure that is triggered by a decrease in heart rate. They can also cause gastrointestinal or GI problems such as stomach upset, constipation, and diarrhea. Other effects of taking beta blockers can include weight gain and cold extremities along with sexual dysfunction. Beta blockers commonly cause bradycardia and hypotension, which is low blood pressure, as a result of their cardiac mechanism. The side effects that are less common include depression, shortness of breath, and disturbances in sleep patterns. The adverse effects of beta blockers may consist of bronchospasm, increased insulin resistance, prolonged QT intervals, and an increased risk of heart block. Now we're going to discuss contraindications. Beta blockers have a U.S. FDA category of C and should be used with caution during pregnancy. Now that being said, they are effective for treating tachycardia and arrhythmias in mother and fetus. Beta blockers are generally contraindicated in patients with asthma or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, otherwise known as COPD, because they can cause bronchospasm. They should be avoided in patients with Raynaud's disease due to the risk of exacerbation. Because beta blockers reduce heart rate and exercise capacity, they are also contraindicated for patients with sinus bradycardia or partial and high degree AV blocks. It is necessary for people with diabetes to monitor blood sugar levels when taking beta blockers because they can hinder the signs and symptoms of hypoglycemia. These medications may also cause a slight elevation in triglycerides so it's important to monitor cholesterol and triglyceride levels. Alcohol consumption must be avoided during the course of treatment of beta blockers because alcohol can lower the blood pressure, it can increase dizziness, and pose a risk for sudden hypotension. Beta blockers, like other medications, should not be discontinued abruptly, as doing so may increase the likelihood of a heart attack and other cardiac problems. Beta blockers can interact with other medications commonly administered, such as antihypertensive drugs, antianginals, insulin, and other medications for diabetes, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, also known as NSAIDs, and certain antibiotics like ranframpton. They may also have interactions with other drugs such as anesthetics, anti-ulcer medications, antidepressants, high cholesterol medications, decongestants, and medications used to treat asthma, 
chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and even Parkinson's disease. Now we'll move on to some potential nursing diagnosis for people who are on beta blockers. Uh, one could be decreased cardiac output related to the mechanism of action of beta blockers. Another could be risk for bowel incontinence related to side effects of beta blockers. Another one that comes to mind would be risk for constipation related to side effects of beta blockers. And finally, even deficient knowledge related to the use of beta blockers. So this has been our presentation on beta blockers, and I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to visit us at nursestudy.net where we have a ton of care plans. We have practice exams. We have study guides, all for student nurses or those who just want to brush up on their skills. So this is Nurse Anna at nursestudy.net. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you enjoyed it too. And we'll see you soon.